family. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> it's Thursday. Thank you, Jesus, again. We are so excited. We are so excited this Thursday. Mm. This Thursday only comes around once a year because this Thursday is the Thursday before Healthy Churches 2030 Conference starting Monday, November 15th through the 18th. We are so excited. So, yes, sir. It's Thursday. Indeed, it is your girl, Dr. P. Dr. P on the pod, yeah. I am Pernessa Seal, the founder and the CEO of The Bomb in Gilead. Mm, I am so proud to say that today because I just want to give a shout out to the greatest team in the whole wide world. You know, um, I hope that all of you who are listening registered for the conference. Uh, I tell you, I hope that you are in the number because... The conference next year, we're going to, next week, not next year, next week, the conference, Healthy Churches 2030 conference next week, it is going to be the greatest ever. And uh, I want you to be with us in the number, in the number with us. We have some of the most extraordinary uh, scientists and public health leaders in our world today, including uh, Dr. John who is the director of CDC Africa. CDC Africa is located in Addis, uh, Ethiopia. And he has just been uh, appointed uh, to run the whole global AIDS um, network. It's a big job. It's a big job. And he's going to be with us, uh, the CDC director of Africa. CDC from Ethiopia. Uh, I can, you know, I've been talking to you about healthy churches for many weeks now, and we are here. We are here. The topics, I'm hearing from all of you all over the country about how in the world did you get such a lineup? Uh, Well, I tell you, um, God is just good. God is good. And uh, as you know, you know God is good. But people, these public, our public health leaders, they are excited. They have the opportunity to talk to the community. They are excited to have the opportunity to share, to share with the family because they are members of the family. But oftentimes, because they are successful, they don't get to share their knowledge and information with the family. So family, I want you to be present at Healthy Churches Conference. Now, unfortunately, registration has closed. (laughs) Registration has closed. So I hope I'm talking to those who have your registration. Who have your registration. I am uh, hoping that you got it. You should be receiving probably today, Thursday, you should be receiving your link to get on the platform. I want you to, when you get that link, go on the platform, peruse the platform, go and see, look at the lobby and and test it out so that 8.45 Monday morning, 8.45 Monday morning, you can go online with your coffee, with your breakfast, and you'll be ready for the opening, for the opening 
of the 2021 Healthy Churches 2030 Conference. So when you get your link to the conference, if you registered, you'll get a link. You can test it out. You can go to the conference platform uh, and you'll see all the workings, the help desk. You'll see the lobby. You see all that. And you will truly understand why I'm giving a big shout out uh, to my team, not just the Maria Rojas, who is the producer of uh, all of this, uh, this, this, the platform and everything about this conference, she touches and um, she's been up all all day and all night making sure that everything is great uh, to JT Logan Fodeep for his production, to Julius Turner on the music production. I mean, to Keisha Curry registration and her team, Rashad, Rashida. I mean, to the awards night, Tuesday night, Toya, uh, booth who's running that I'm telling you I am telling you everybody everybody and I cannot I cannot not miss talking about Kirby Reed who is the administrator and my right and left hand my right and left feet carry good man a good man everybody needs a good man carry who really takes care of all of the whole whirlwind that comes around me and everything comes around me so a good shout out to everybody on the team and i know i didn't miss somebody but you know i am loving on each and every one of you the bombs team there is none like the bombs team I want to give a shout out to the board of directors too. They have been working my board. They are also the wind beneath my wings. Dr. Barbara Shaw and on her team, they have been working you all, getting those registration in. Just thank you, thank you, thank you to the board of directors. And most importantly, thank you to you who will be joining us uh, every day. Now, know that if you miss a session, if you're registered, if you miss a session, you can always go back. You can go back. You will have access to the platform 365 days. So you will be able to, if you love, if you saw something that you love, you want to go back and do that fitness with Dovell Quince again, uh, you can do that. If you want to go back and experience Chef Charlotte uh, Gullah Cuisine, you can go back and do that. If you want to go back and experience Celebration of Life night, Thursday night, because remember, we have an evening program every evening that starts at 7 o'clock. We have scavenger, scavenger hunts. You could win prizes. I mean, these are some serious prizes, too, like iPads and Apple Watch just in time for Christmas, uh, gift cards. So we, I mean, oh my God, the exhibit booths are popping. You don't want to miss this conference. It is going to be all that you needed and want it to be. I want to give a shout out to all of my bishops, to all of the leaders, uh, the religious leaders, the faith leaders uh, who uh, will be there with us next week. They will be on program from uh, the senior bishop of the AME, Bishop Richardson, to the senior bishop of the AME Zion, Bishop Monroe, to the senior bishop of the CME, Bishop Reddick, uh, and to all the other bishops, to the Bishop Sherry of the Catholic Diocese down in New Orleans, 
uh, and to our dear chairman, Bishop Horace Smith, the medical doctor, the chair of the Healthy Churches Conference. Thank you so very much. It is just a blessing, a absolute blessing to have uh, the leadership across denominations uh, who come and support the work of the Bomb and Gilead all year. Uh, but when it's time for healthy churches, uh, there's no request that I make that is denied. Uh, there's that, and that's just a blessing. That is God. That is God. You can't, you can't buy it. You cannot buy it. You can't bottle it up. That's just the blessings of God's favor. And we give God all the praise and all the honor for what he has done and what he is going to do for the impact in our lives. We want to be in a better place just because we came through Healthy Churches 2030 Conference. So let me wrap this up because I got to get to my guests. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of Healthy Churches next week today. Uh, my guest is ah, Latasha Brown. Yes, Latasha Brown. She is the co-founder of Black Voters Matter. Yes, because, well, one may say, well, why are you having Latasha Brown, co-founder of Black Voters Matter at the conference? Why? Because voting rights in the United States is a human rights emergency. It is a public health crisis on what is happening with voting rights in this country today. This is a public health matter. This is a human rights matter because every human rights must have the right to vote. Uh, so we are going to be talking with Natasha. She agreed. In addition to being with us, she's giving her speech on Thursday, on Thursday at the conference, November the 18th. But she's going to be on the pod. She's going to be my guest today. So I'm really excited about that. Yes, sir. Let me tell you, sisters and brothers, there's no doubt about it. It is no doubt about it. Two things I know. God is good. Mm -hmm. And if it's Thursday, it's your girl, Dr. P on the pop. My sister Latasha, again, is so happy to have you uh, with us and excited about you being at Healthy Churches Conference uh, this year. And, you know, when we were uh, when I was designing this conference, uh, the conference is all about public health and faith leaders coming together to address health disparities in the black community. Because, you know, we have the highest rates of everything, diabetes, cancer, you name it, we got it. But also, uh, within the climate of voting rights these days, from, from where I sit, voting rights is on life support in this country. Voting rights is a public health emergency, and voting rights is also a human rights emergency, which is what you're going to be talking about uh, at the conference. And, you know, I sit every day and I listen to the news, and I'm so disgusted and frustrated, but I'm going to try to keep that to a on the down low, if you will, um, what can we do? This is it. What can we do about, you know, voting rights legislation stalling in Congress, 
the rolling back of voting rights access across the country, gerrymandering in Texas. What can we do? Because I feel helpless. What can we do? You know, it's so interesting. I'm I'm just going to, one, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to my talk. Um, but I also want to say, you know, my grandmother would say, baby, what don't kill you, make you stronger. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and she always would love to have the saying uh, that she would say, you know, um, what the devil meant for harm, God will use for your good. Yes, yes, and I'm yes. raising this is because we're uncomfortable in this moment because all that has happened, everything that you laid, right? But we should have been uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? It is just it, 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 we have not. It, it's it's not like we created that that things were so much better, right? It is that almost we're at the culmination of where we're seeing just the blatant like undermining of rights. We're seeing the blatant attack and the and the intensive um, intensifying of racial injustice and all of those things, and it's in our face. And it's in our face because I believe everything the universe God is telling us. What you gonna do? Like, what we gonna do about it in this moment? And so, to the extent that we are feeling frustrated, because we are, <laughs> right? Yes. That we are turned off from the process because we are. Sometimes we've got to be agitated, just like a, a washing machine, to move into action, mm-hmm. right? If you have a washing machine and the agitator don't work, the, the clothes ain't gonna be clean, That's right? Right. That's right. right? It That's is. Right. It is in the agitation, you know, that it makes the clothes clean. And I'm raising that because I think fundamentally, politically, in this country, we've just kind of been going and gotten long, you know, in many ways, knowing that our clothes ain't been clean, right? right? Knowing right, that the right. agitator ain't working, we feeling a little bit in the back, but it was like, uh, right. And so now when we just shown up dealing with, wait a minute, y'all ain't even trying to put no water in the washing machine, right? Right, right, you know, right that, exactly. That, that, that we're, we're, we're faced with, with, I think we're faced with a great challenge, but I think we're faced with a great opportunity. And this is what I mean. The truth of the matter is in this nation that claims to be the wealthiest nation in the world, why is it that every single human being does not have health care right now? That's I was right. looking at a study that at the beginning of 2020, 49% of the population in America don't have adequate health care. Mm-hmm. And what does that have to do with voting rights? Everything. Part of it is you got people who are making decisions. Do you know anybody, if you know anybody that works in Congress, that a congressperson or a U.S. senator, Ask them what insurance they take, right? That that they have some of the best insurance in the country, but they are making decisions that people who actually are paying for their insurance don't get health insurance. Mm -hmm. It's unconscionable. And so I'm raising that because I think it's important for us to recognize that in this moment while we're seeing this struggle, that we need to take this frustration and all this pain and turn it into promise. One, what we need to do right now is we've got to push. We have to get, we have to push the make sure that the Freedom to Vote Act that is in the Senate right now that right we are now. Push, right now that we are pushing and we have to be non-negotiable of making sure that that gets passed. Why? Because we actually make need to make sure that we are engaging people in part of the process that are most impacted because this policy will look different. The whole political lens landscape will shift and look differently. The second thing is we need this Build Back Better plan, right? Mm-hmm. And this infrastructure plan. What we need is Part of that plan actually will expand um, uh, health care yeah. to 9 million Americans. We yeah. have to recognize that when we're talking about policy, the largest, one of the most critical of, of the top three issues in this country is health care. 
It is the political issue. And so we even have to see reproductive justice Mm -hmm. as a matter of health care. And so when we're talking about what we've got to do in this moment, I I believe that we're being called to our best and our higher selves. We have not been doing enough. That's just the bottom line. It has gotten the way that it's gotten because we've actually surrendered our power to people who do not have our best interests at heart. And so if we are to see things to be different, then this is the moment that we've actually got to stay. We've got to rise up, minded people, that we've literally got to, in this moment, we've got to push to make sure that voting rights, if nothing else, the John Lewis Voter Advancement Act, which is right now being considered in Congress, and the Freedom to Vote Act right now that is being considered in Congress, as well as the Build Back Better plan, that we've got to force Right. We've got to call our senators, our congresspeople. We've got to raise cane. We've got to get out in the streets if that's what it takes to make sure that we literally are putting pressure when there is public outcry, things that do change. And we have to recognize and be able to tap into that power. The second thing I think is important is that we actually have start to create a pipeline that we can have a more reflective leadership. That what we're seeing is, and when we're looking at the U.S. Senate, when you look at the Senate, that's not, that doesn't look like America. Mm-mm. It is disproportionately, is wopsided, right? It is overwhelmingly, is the majority of white men of wealth. That does not represent the American people. We have got to literally be able to see these, these elections as an opportunity to build a reflective democracy and force, right, the, the, force the difference and the change by showing up in the, in the fullness of our power. My goodness, I want you to keep talking, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up because I know we don't have much time, but you know, I, uh, I can talk about in 1865, black folks down in Charleston, South Carolina, black folks down in South, Car- South Carolina rose up and those were the folks who got into Congress. And of course, you know, Congress then turned around and took away the, the right to vote. And then in the 60s, we were fighting the same fight. Now we're fighting the same fight. So I, this is like, you know, my family, this is like our third time every hundred fighting the same fight. How do we bring young people into this discussion today? You know, I think that part of what we have to recognize is that, you know, things have changed. But there are some things that remain the same. And we'll continue to have this fight until we deal with the real culprit. The culprit is structural racism. Mm-hmm. Like what we got to talk like as long as structural racism, racism exists in this country and let's not challenge it. It will just shift. It's a shape shifter. Mm-hmm. Right. This time it'll look like a poll tax. Next time it looks like a voter ID. This time it looks like we're going to cut off districts. The bottom line is we've got to uproot where the evil resides. And that is in the structural racism. And so when we're talking about bringing young people in the process, we have to literally create a space, right, for young leadership to develop and be rooted in part of the work. Right. That's really what we have to do. Well, listen, thank you so much. I cannot wait till Healthy Churches 2030 to hear your entire your entire talk. Thank you for being with us. And I know that we will be blessed for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so looking forward to it. I am really looking forward to it. This is our moment, our era, what I think is building power, spreading love, and we're going to create some healing, y'all. We're going to heal ourselves through those two frameworks. So thank yes, you. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do right. it. All right. Dr. P on the pod. Yeah. Well, family, it's a wrap here. It's a wrap. Now, you know, you're going to find me at Healthy Churches next week. Don't look for me on the pod next week. 
And you know, we have a whole, we have over a hundred podcasts out there. So if you just need a podcast, just go to where you get your podcast from, uh, iTunes or Apple or SoundCloud, go and get your, because you just need to hear Dr. P on the pod. Uh, but we're going to be at Healthy Churches next week, and hopefully you will be there with us. Don't forget, when you get your login, your conference login link, go there and peruse the platform so that you will be joining us Monday morning and every morning next week at 845. Monday morning, 845. Tuesday morning, 845. Wednesday morning, 845. Thursday morning, 845. We're going to be together all next week and in the evenings. We are so excited. So excited. I'm going to see you in the chat. We're going to be talking. We're going to be experiencing. Oh, my God. We're going to go all over the place. And uh, I just want to say thank you. When you get your link, go and peruse the platform. So you'll be ready to go at 845 on Monday. You know, I can't do this without my team. And I certainly cannot do this conference without our sponsors. So listen, I'm just going to tell you who our sponsors are. And wherever you are, I want you to give a hand clap. I want you to just solidly say thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Because without our sponsors, we could not bring you the greatest conference ever next week. Our diamond sponsors, Biogen, Bristol Myers Square. AARP, Anilam, Jansen, Amgen. A big thank you to our diamond sponsors. I'm going to tell you them again. Biogen, Bristol Myers Square, AARP, Anilam, Jansen, and Amgen. Our gold sponsors, Pfizer, Myovant. Our gold sponsors, Pfizer, Myovant. Our silver sponsors, the Association of Black Cardiologists and Astellas. Silver sponsors, Astellas and the Association of Black Cardiologists. Our bronze sponsors, Compassion and Choices, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, Vertex, and the Mayo Clinic. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you, thank you. Big hand clap, big hand clap. Hey, God bless you. Please keep me and my entire team in your prayers over these next several days uh, because we are working overtime so that when 845 Monday morning comes, that you will have the greatest experience ever. So please keep us in your prayer and pray for the great success of Healthy Churches 2030 Conference, November 15th through the 18th. Hey, guess what, family? Yes, sir. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Did you guess? I don't hear you. Did you guess? You know. There's a bomb in Gilead. Peace out.